Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Jersey City, New Jersey with my new friend Julia Menez of GeoBreezeTravel.com. Julia moved to Jersey City from Colorado to work from home, yet still wanted to be close to the big city for fun and excitement. In this episode, Julia and I talk about the waterfront, visiting Ellis Island, and how to find the best spa treatments. You'll hear about these three amazing attractions, plus so much more. The show notes will be available at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Jersey City. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and to select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Julia, welcome to the show. Hello, I am so excited to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about Jersey City, New Jersey. And personally, I don't know much about the city, so I'm really looking forward to being able to hear all your tips so that way when you come visit, we know exactly what to do. Sounds good. I am so excited to speak about the city that I've been living in since a little bit before the pandemic. What actually brought you to Jersey City? So we used to live in Colorado, and even before all of this, I was already working from home. And it was really, really lonely. So my husband and I were discussing, should we move back to downtown Denver and have really long commutes? Or should we look for a different office where he can transfer to and I can work from home? So he transferred to the New York City office. And I was having a great time getting to go into the city, meeting people in New Jersey, getting to do all of the fun things around Jersey City and New York City. And then suddenly the pandemic happened. So once again, kind of stuck inside, but there's still so much to do and so many great restaurants, especially for takeout that we get to discuss today. Right on. So, okay. So you've been there a little bit less than a year. If you had to describe from your experiences so far, the people or the city, how would you describe them in a couple of words? It is so diverse here. There's so many different types of food and people and languages and cultures to be explored through restaurants and events and shopping. So diversity would be the main word that I use to describe Jersey City. Nice. I love it when it's kind of like that melting pot type of feel. So you haven't been there through all four seasons yet, but if you had to describe like the weather, obviously it's probably getting cold. Like right now we're recording this in December. So wintertime, that chill is coming in. But when people are planning their visit, what time of year should they think about visiting uh, Jersey City? So spring and fall are both really nice. And I've actually been here since August of 2019. So coming up on a year and a half. So the summers can get really hot here with all of the pavement. But if you can just hang out by the water near the exchange place or the Newport area by the waterfront, you get a great view of Manhattan in the summertime. Spring and fall are great. Winter is pretty chilly. So make sure you bring a coat if you're going to come here in the wintertime. Like right now, obviously, coronavirus is affecting the ability of some of these festivals and, and events that normally happen throughout the year. But in normal times, what type of festivals happen throughout the year? In the summertime, in the Grove Street area, there's so many different food trucks and family events and music festivals going on right there. You have farmers markets in the Grove Street Plaza area. So I would recommend that they have things on weeknights and on weekends all summer long. 
Oh, that sounds beautiful. For the people that, that don't know, exactly know where Jersey City is, like you mentioned, that you can see the skyline of New York. Where are you in New Jersey? I am in Journal Square, which some people refer to as Indian Square because of all of the Indian restaurants that we have right near the apartment building where I live in. It's technically called Newark Avenue, but nobody actually knows that. I had to look it up on Google Maps because everybody just calls it India Street from all <laughs> of the different restaurants that they have there. One of my favorites is actually called Honest. It's a vegetarian restaurant. I'm not vegetarian, but this place is so good. Their samosas with the spicy potatoes and vegetables in there are so good. And they also have Indian food in grilled cheese sandwiches, which is just a novel idea to me. You have grilled cheese sandwiches and inside you have the tikka masala or the sog or the chickpeas or something else like that. And it's excellent. Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah, my mouth is watering a little bit right now. <laughs> so when people are planning to come to visit Jersey City, do they fly into New York? Do they fly into Newark? What's the best way to go? I would highly recommend flying into Newark Airport because it's only about a 10 to 15 minute Uber ride from there. And that's probably like $25 or so. It's not too bad. Whereas if you're flying into JFK or LaGuardia and then coming straight to Jersey City, that is probably going to run you about $100. So definitely go for Newark Airport. There's also a way with public transit where if you wanted to go to the train station and then take the PATH train from there, that's also an option. But I would just recommend Ubering it. So definitely the Jersey City is a great city. If, if you are planning a trip to New York City, maybe you're going to spend a few days in Jersey City, kind of explore and, and see all that the city has to offer there. And then also then explore everything that you're going to do in New York City. Absolutely. And the photos are much better from the Jersey City side anyway. Once you're at the waterfront, you get the Manhattan skyline in the background, and it looks so much better than if you're in Manhattan trying to get the pictures of the tall buildings. Oh, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Now now that we're, we've flown into Newark, they mentioned Uber and everything. Do we need to rent a car when we're there in, in Jersey City, or is it better just to take public transportation? I would just recommend public transportation. Anywhere along the path line is going to be really easy to get to, and that's where most of the stuff that you want to see is anyway. You have Journal Square, where I am, which has a ton of food options. You have Grove Street, which has a lot of those summer festivals we talked about. And then you have the waterfront areas with Exchange Place and Newport with the mall. So between those areas, those are all accessible by light rail, and you wouldn't really need a car anyway because it's difficult to find parking, honestly. I know in California where we were, we find parking, but it, it was you know, $40, $50 a day. And so that adds up in a hurry. Let's take a look uh, at some of the things we should do while we're there in, in Jersey City. What are some of like the main attractions other than like the, uh, the New York skyline? So Liberty State Park is one of the most popular things to go to in Jersey City. The Statue of Liberty, I don't know if most people know, is actually much closer to the New Jersey side than the New York side. So once you're in Liberty State Park, I mean, you're facing the back of the Statue of Liberty, but it's much closer to you. So you can see the Statue of Liberty. There's also a ferry from there that goes to the Statue of Liberty and to Ellis Island, which a lot of people have never even been to, even though it's right here, right next to New Jersey and right next to New York City as well. There's also a cruise terminal really close to Jersey City. So if you ever want to do cruises around New England, whenever cruises become a thing again, it's much easier to sail from New Jersey side rather than, I'd say, anywhere else that's close by. That makes a lot of sense. One of the last times I was there in New York City, we actually took one of the ferries out to Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty. 
But it sounds like Jersey City is a little bit more of a hidden gem that way where instead of standing in the long lines and maybe you're not going to be able to find the time slot that you want on the New York side, if you take the subway or the railway over to Jersey City and then book it from over on that side, you probably are able to get to those, those islands a lot quicker and, and probably with less lines. Absolutely. That's a great tip. What are some of the other things that we should be uh, looking at doing while we're, there, while we're there in Jersey City? So one of the best things about Jersey City is the diversity of food options that you have. And so I'm Filipina, so I'm so excited about all of the Filipino food options that we have here. In Journal Square, there's this place called Cafe Filipino, and they have barbecue. They have this thing called chicken adobo, which is chicken and like this vinegar and soy sauce type of sauce with fried rice. And that's on half of the restaurant. And then on the other half of the restaurant is a bakery called Philippine Bread House. And you can get a paper bag of 10 fresh baked pandesal dinner rolls, which translates technically into salty bread, but it's actually really sweet. And on the outside, it's nice and crispy. And on the inside, it's so soft. It goes with anything, cheese, Nutella. You can make sandwiches out of these dinner rolls. You just slice them open and put sandwich meat in there. And they also have sweet desserts. My favorite is this thing called the Sanstrebel cake, which literally means without rival. It is these meringue wafers and buttercream frosting and cashews. And it's so good. So Philippine Bread House and Cafe Filipino are two places you should check out. There's a nicer upscale Filipino restaurant called Max's Fried Chicken. And then if you're into fast food, I know some people have heard of Jollibee Fried Chicken. We really like our fried chicken. And there's one of those in Journal Square as well for Filipino-style fast food. That sounds amazing. One of my friends back in California, his wife is Filipino, and they would just make some of the most amazing food. I didn't even know what most of it was, but I could just look at it and my mouth started watering. So hearing all these names and everything, now it's putting a little bit more names to some of the things that I I think I've tried in the past. What are some of the other things we should do? Obviously, food is is a big item there. Do you have some other restaurant recommendations? Also, what are some of the other activities we should do? The waterfront area has a lot to do as far as shopping and the mall. There's also the Colgate Park area with a really huge Colgate clock that people like to go on, which is easy to access just by public transit. There's the light rail. There's the path station there as well. There's a few good parks near Journal Square. There's Lincoln Park and Hamilton Park and a lot of outdoor space, too. Obviously, a lot of good outdoors things. Right now, we're obviously doing a lot of social distancing. It's a good way to grab some of those food items that you talked about, go out to the park and kind of hang out there with with your friends or your family, social distance. I think that's definitely a good idea to do. So when we're talking about like sports, obviously, New York City is is a big sports town. Are there sports that that we should look at while we're there in, in Jersey City? Yes. So if you take the PATH train station... In the opposite direction, so further into New Jersey, rather than going towards New York, you are actually only a couple stops away from where the Red Bulls play for Major League Soccer. So my husband is a big fan of the Red Bulls and is very sad that they're not taking people into the stadium right now for audience members because he was so excited to watch a whole bunch of soccer games. But there's a pretty big sports culture, too, with all of the different sports bars in both the waterfront area and Grove Street, and then also going into Red Bull Stadium. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've been to a couple soccer games in person, and and they're just, I don't know, it's way better in person than than TV. When I watch it on TV, I I really don't get into it as much. But when I do it in person, man, just watching the the skills that these people have 
when they're moving the ball around. That's just incredible. I don't love watching sports, but I love watching people watching sports because when you watch a <laughs> fan base that's so excited whenever their sports team scores a goal, especially in soccer, it's so much fun just to be around that much energy. Nice. So, okay. So say, say we're visiting uh, with, with me and my kids are, are coming up there and we're going to New York and, and taking our trip out to Jersey City. If we're looking for like something for like, say, breakfast before we go out for the day and, and check out some of these parks, where should we go for breakfast? So we have a few different diners in the Jersey City area. So we have one called Emma's Diner that's in the Journal Square area. Highly recommend. They have just good classic American diner food and all throughout Jersey City as well. But that's the one that I would recommend going to. That sounds good. How about if we're, you know, it's after lunch and we're walking around and we're looking for maybe something, that, a little bit of a snack, a little bit of a sweet tooth, maybe some ice cream or where should we go for that? Well, I don't know if you want to take your kids here, but there's a place called Bang Cookies that's very, very popular in Jersey City. And the sign in the window just says, I got banged in Jersey City. And they have these giant bags of cookies. And they are excellent cookies. Yeah, maybe I just have to put a little blindfold on them, take their take their, their coronavirus mask, put it over their eyes, you know, when we see the sign. And, and then just say, here are good cookies. <laughs> Go from there. <laughs> Absolutely. When we're visiting Jersey City or even New York, I think it might be a good idea to actually stay in Jersey City for our hotel because probably a little bit cheaper, but still uh, just a, a quick subway right away, right? Yes, especially if you are near the Exchange Place area. There's a couple of good Hyatt options right there. You have the Hyatt Regency and Hyatt House, and then you are right next to the train station and can hop on to New York from there, it's literally right outside of the Hyatt Regency. And then you have a nice waterfront view of the city from there. And it is so much cheaper than staying in actual Manhattan. Right on. And then, so if we're staying there, is it still like close by all the different places we've talked about? And like you said, if we're, if we take train into New York, it's probably what, like 10, 15 minutes to get over there? Yeah. If even that, So sometimes it'll take a little bit longer on weekends just because the PATH train will route all the way through Hoboken and then go into New York. But if it's a weekday because of all the commuters, it's a much shorter train ride. And it is close to all the places that we talked about. It's right on the water. If you wanted to walk over to Liberty State Park, that would only be about a 30-minute walk. So like a lot of times when I take a trip, maybe we'll leave the kids home and that way they can you know, hang out with grandma. And then that way my wife and I get a little alone time. Are there any like cool things we should do when it's just like a couple's weekend? One interesting thing about Jersey City, because there's so many different cultures here, there's so many different spa treatments and hair salons and manicure shops too. So we have Korean spas, we have Middle Eastern salons that are really good with eyebrows, and we have some Thai massage places too. The names always seem to change and new spa places pop up all the time in Jersey City. So whenever you're here, just look up spas on Google Maps or something and you will see so many different results. And I think a lot of them have Groupon deals too. Well, I love me some Groupon. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's awesome because I think when you're parents and you have kids and there's a normal stress of the, the life and everything like that, being able to treat your spouse to a nice massage while, while you're on a trip, I think that's just one thing that just kind of pushes it over the top and, and helps get rid of some of that, that work stress. And that way they can really just enjoy the rest of the vacation. Absolutely. So when we're looking at some of these places, like you said, you didn't, the names change and stuff like that. How do I tell like, what's a good one if we're walking down the street and there's like 
five or six of them or whatever within a, a couple blocks, how do we know which one is the one that I should say, okay, that's the one we're going to go into? If it looks super clinical and it looks like something that came out of a stock photo, probably not the best ones. But if you have a Thai massage area where it just looks like a very strong woman in some nursing scrubs, that's where you're going to get some good Thai massages. I probably would have went to the one that looked clinical because I'm like, okay, it's clean. It, it looks like it's supposed to be like very up and up, but I'm sure I would have messed it up then. <laughs> it, it probably would have been a perfectly good quality experience, but you're going to end up paying a lot more there just because you're paying so much more for the fancy building and the ambiance and all of that rather than the skill of the actual practitioner for the spa. Ah, oh, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Mental notes for, uh, for the next time my wife and I go on a little uh, getaway for ourselves. So Julia, I really appreciate you sharing all these awesome tips for Jersey City. I think the next time people come down to New York, they should at least go out there for a day or two and just kind of explore everything that there is to do. But now it's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal in Jersey City, where should they go and what should they eat? They should go to Korai Kitchen, which is a Bangladesh restaurant in the Journal Square area. And there's really only one thing to eat there and that would be the buffet. And my favorite thing to get at the buffet is they have this curried river fish, which is excellent. And they also have these like really fragrant long grain rice. They have chicken curry. They have so many different options that I have no idea what they're called. And they make this really easy on YouTube where they just have labels on there with an English translation. And it's all Bangladesh food, which I think a lot of people never even get exposure to. And since it's a buffet, you can just try whatever looks good to you. You don't have to worry about ordering the wrong thing. You can just try a little bit of everything and it's great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when you said curried river fish, normally I can picture like a lot of the foods. I have no idea what that even looks like or what that even is. So the buffets are a great way to be able to explore some of those things without going, well, I just wasted 20 bucks on a meal and I didn't really like it. So this way you can take a little bit, try it and, and go back for more if it's something you really like. So you've been in Jersey City for about a year and a half. What's one of your most memorable stories of being there? So I had never heard of this festival, which I hope I pronounced correctly. It's called the Ganesh Chaturif Festival. And it's a Hindi festival where you have a really large sculpture traditionally made of clay of Ganesha, which is the elephant god in Hindu culture. And in Mumbai, they would take this clay sculpture into the river and let it melt into the water. And because there's such a large Indian population in Jersey City, there was actually a festival like that too, just a month or so after we had moved here. And this thing was two stories tall. I have no idea how they got it towards the Hudson. We did not follow the parade all the way there for where they were taking this thing into the river. But they were also handing out like rice pudding and lots of different Indian snacks. And so I just went with a girl who was in my apartment building and she was Indian and explaining everything to me. But there was so much noise and music and fireworks and everything. It was really exciting and really fun. And I don't know if you're familiar with the holy powder in India where it's all this colored powder that people throw on each other and it looks like you kind of got into this paintball fight after the festival but we were covered in paint powder oh wow <laughs> what a sight I mean between all the colors and then the big giant statue I mean that's something that you just do not see every day and so that's really cool so speaking of good memories where's the happiest happy hour in Jersey City so my favorite is this place called JSQ Lounge I actually tried to find their menu online 
and they don't even post it. So this is one of those super local things. It's in Journal Square and they have great wings. They have Chinese five spice wings and also some Indian tamarind curry flavored wings that I would recommend because they're very unique and I think they're only a dollar each or something or less than that even for happy hour and they have really good oysters for happy hour as well. Oh wow, yeah, my brother loves oysters. So if we go, we're, we're definitely gonna have to hit that up. One of the things I always do whenever I travel around is check out the local pizza. Where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Jersey City? There are a lot of opinions about this. So I don't know if I can pick just one, but you're gonna find most of them in that Grove Street area that we talked about. And one that people tend to mention more than others is called Raza. And they have a really good margarita pizza with fresh mozzarella cheese and local crushed Jersey tomatoes because the Jersey tomatoes are excellent. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I know New Yorkers, they love their pizza, you know, and so it's interesting to, to have like those locally crushed tomatoes. I'm sure that's that just brings a flavor like over the top. There's this ongoing debate, I guess I'll call it, of, oh, do we have pizza over on the New Jersey side that's anywhere near as good as the New York side? The answer is yes. It is just as good, sometimes better, and you can find most of those places in the Grove Street area. Well, fantastic. I'm going to have to check it out. I know just from your background, I know you travel a ton. What's one of your best travel tips? One of my favorite travel tips is whenever you're going to stay at a hotel, always write to them a week or so in advance, especially if you are celebrating some kind of special occasion, like an anniversary or a birthday, and then say, hey, I'd like to confirm my reservation because obviously you also want to make sure they didn't lose your reservation, especially in times of COVID or something like that. And then say, we're celebrating a birthday or an anniversary. We're trying to make it as special as possible. If you have any availability, would it be possible to get an upgrade to this kind of room? And then also a birthday card or a welcome note or something on hotel stationery because I collect those all around the world. And sometimes they'll even throw in a nice welcome amenity with a welcome note to I've gotten cakes and snacks and cookies and pastries and then one time even bottles of wine and champagne and things like that so always try to write to your hotel in advance and then let them know that you're coming and then you're excited for your stay and that you're celebrating a special occasion absolutely i think that's one of those things that kind of works in pretty much all areas of life right people that take initiative the people that show appreciation people that show that they're excited to be wherever they are those are the people that, that they want to be able to reward and show that love for, right? And so if you take that initiative, they're going to be much more willing, even if you don't have status. Like you and I both have elite status with a lot of these hotels. So a lot of times they're going to give us something anyways. But when you take that initiative, even if you don't have status, they're going to go out of their way to basically make sure that, uh, that you have a great experience. Absolutely. And hotel managers these days are doing everything they can to be as accommodating as possible because they know that it's just hard to travel a lot and they would really still like to have some good reviews. So if they can make your stay a little bit more special, just let them know what they can do in advance and they'll try their best. I totally agree. So Julie, I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and sharing all your tips for, for Jersey City. Can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do? And then if they have more questions, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Sure. So I am a travel hacking coach, and then I also host a podcast called the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast, where we interview diverse travel hackers from 
all walks of life about their miles and points strategies and also some fun stories that you might not find in regular travel hacking media that people read. So we have a story about one lady who adopted her child in the Philippines and traveled there by using points and miles. We have another story of somebody who's able to expand her dating circle because she lives in a rural town. So she uses her points and miles to travel in order to meet potential dates because there's just not much of a Tinder or a Bumble market where she lives. So lots of fun travel hacking stories like that. Uh, that's fantastic. I, I love it when people can use their miles and points for out of the ordinary experiences. You know, I mean, obviously everybody loves to go to the, the beach or Disney World or whatever. Those are great ways to use their points. But when you have a little extra meaning behind it, that just makes it so much better. Absolutely. And so if people want, want to ask about your podcast or about Jersey City, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? So I am mostly on Instagram. My handle is Travel. You can also reach me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Travel. It's the same handle on most of my social media accounts. And then you can reach me by email as well at julia at com. Thanks again for being on the show. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. What an awesome conversation with Julia. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Jersey City. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner of today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs, so that way you can stay wrinkle free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEE to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we head to Cape Town, South Africa, this week with my new friend David Frost of wellpast40.com. Coach David and I talk about climbing Table Mountain visiting Robin Island where Nelson Mandela was in prison, and seeing penguins on the beach. We hope you'll join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 